On 2SM and the Super Network, High Tide. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Up before the sun with a can of worms running with my friend. Scurrying down the riverbank, taking our positions on the bridge. Hoping for that red fin, one pound to put in Mama's fridge. Where the wobbler and the dragonfly knew us like they knew the river bend. But as sure as yabbies bite your toes, this boyhood story had to end. And a very good morning, everybody. Hope you're doing well. It's six minutes after four, heading for a top of 26 with some showers easing in Sydney. Up the coast further, 30 degrees in Brisbane, mostly sunny. It's pretty much the same all the way up and down the New South Wales coast. The forecast at the moment says east to southeasterly winds, 10 to 15 knots tending east to northeasterly during the afternoon and evening seas below one metre. Uh, the swell southerly, 1.5, uh, increasing to 1.5 to 2 metres during the morning. Sound like a good day to be out on the water? We'll think again. The second swell uh, northerly, northeasterly below one metre, tending uh, southeasterly one to 1.5. So it's going to be a little bit confused. We're looking at around 60% chance of rain. Good morning to you all. My name's Grant Boyden. Captain Kieran Riki joins us in the studio. How are you, Kizza? I'm very good. That's good to hear. But Biggles is back. We've got a ring in. Yeah, Biggles, he has arrived. <laughs> Long time plan, but first by boat. <laughs> Good morning. morning. <laughs> yeah, I came from the boat this morning, but uh, I'd like to say it's nice to be back, but it's not. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was enjoying myself on the boat. <laughs> I just thought you might have brought in one of those massive sea- seafood platters with you. Oh, they yeah. They did look good. They did look good. good. If you're down at Shell Cove, stop into the waterfront tavern. Seafood platter is the go. Oh. Trust me. You were the envy of a lot of people on Facebook, <laughs> I can tell you. I think most were abusing you. Yeah, they were. They were. <laughs> but it fed two of us, and we were flat out eating it. So, you know, it's a, it's a good sell. Yeah, absolutely. Good. And, geez, Roscoe's going to be happy this morning, Captain Roscoe. Kiama is the best town in Australia to live. Really? Who said that? Yeah, come out and trip advisor this week. Don't it's... you watch the news? Oh, I didn't watch that part. Jeez. I loved it down there. I'd go surfing at the farm and... Uh, the Boneyard and Bombo and places like that. You just it it's a real it's a real surfer sort of part of the world. Yeah. Like if you you're building a house there and our friend was at the time, um, if the surf's up, forget it. Yeah, it's not working. But in saying that, when the surf's not good, they work extra hours so it all balances out in the end, right? Yes. <laughs> tides, Kieran. Tides. Yeah, we've got a high tide at uh, seven twenty five this morning. Mm. That'll be 1.61, Al. Notice the 6.1. One, good to see. Yep. And the low tide will be at 14.10. And that's uh, 10 past 2. And that'll be 0.51. And then we'll have a, another high of 1.3 metres at 8.08 tonight. There was a low tide yesterday. Yes. You could see it. That's good. That's a... One thing I've been playing a bit with the last month while I've been away, I was using Predict Wind for all 
all our weather forecasts. I've gone back to BOM and I go to MetEye. Yeah. And I find it's a much more accurate and much better yeah. system. Like you, you, you went through the uh, weather before. They're for area forecasts. So it's a fairly big area type of thing. And, you know, it's hundreds of square miles type of thing. You go into MetEye and you can pinpoint where you want to be and it gives you three hourly updates. I always wondered because, like, with uh, Predict Wind and Windy and all those those other mods they're using, either the American model or the European model, and the European, you know, modelling system's pretty There's five different cool. modelling systems. You yeah. can use Predict Wind, Predict Wind and go through all of them type of thing, but I still like but the bomb they contradict site. each other. Well, you've got to <laughs> take an average out of them. And you'd wonder if the local one, being the BOM, would be a, a, yeah. a better forecast, so... Yeah, but the if you go into it's where you get the marine forecast from, it's just below that it says Medi, and then it brings up a map and bring up wherever you want. You can look at winds, swells, all that sort of stuff. Because like off Sydney, it's saying today, you know, it's east southeaster at uh, eight knots at around five a.m., uh, nine knots easterly at uh, eleven a.m., ten knots easterly at five p.m. So it gives you a lot more accurate. Uh, what's going on. Uh, Swave heights between 1.7. Uh, it'll get up to 2 at about 5pm, 2.2 at 8pm tonight. And tomorrow, we're all going north, nor'east, nor'west at uh, wind speeds around 10s, getting up late in the afternoon. Swell's getting up a little bit. So you can do all that sort of thing. Then your wave forecast, it gives you a much more graphical detail of what it is in close and out wide. So just have a look at it if you're going yeah, to have serious Well worth it. And it always frustrates me when people get stuck into the Bureau of Meteorology because their forecasts aren't 100% accurate. It, it is on, the I weather get, people. I get, I get upset. With, no, but hang on. They can't tell you what the weather's going to do tomorrow. They can tell you in 100 years' time what it's going to be. That's true. That's true. But they tend, they do tend to follow pretty long-range weather forecasters. I always reckon we're the best. If they say, a long-range weather forecaster in the middle of winter would say this summer we're in for a ripper, you could pretty much bank on it. They were always very good, the long-range. Yeah, what about, okay, the water level's rising in the world. Where? Where? I was at Fort Denison a few years ago. My daughter had a birthday party. We hired at the island for the night. And we spent a bit of time in, in the area where that it all comes from. And you can go through what's happening. They're saying, oh, the water's rising. It's actually decreased one centimetre over the last 30 years. And you, sp- you say to all the people, well, what's that? Oh, oh, no, that's wrong. Our computer modelling tells us. But this is actual. Yeah. No, no, but our computer modelling tells us. Hang yeah. on, I'm talking actual. Like, th- there it is, in black and white. It's, pa- well, it's, it's physical. Physical. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. It's computer modelling tells us. Yeah. It's a great well, debate, there, isn't it? There's been a couple of islands saying that, oh, we're going to go under, we're going to go under, you know. Nah. It just doesn't happen. Grant's trying to defend it. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. I mean, our climate changing has been a thing for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. Since day one. Since day one. Climate change all the time. It's always changing. Whether we have the power to have an impact on it, that's another debate. I think we have a very small impact on it. Yeah. But it started off as global warming. To make it all happen. And oh, hang on a sec, there's some coal spells as well. And there's been nothing said about it for the last two years with all the floods we've had after the droughts. When we start getting back into drinking, oh, look at all this, oh, the temperature's rising, it's never going to rain yeah, again. Yeah. We need to build more T cell plants. Yeah, I'd rather go with the not going to rain. Gee, we've had a couple of very average summers, really. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've had a couple of heavy showers this morning, right? Yeah. So but it's but hang on, only on the coast, Kieran, there's been no rain up in Windsor. Oh, rain to, rain to Kelly. Yeah, okay. Well, at Kellyville this That's morning. the last night there's been but, no rain out there. Yeah, not mm. much, though. 
Yeah. Just light rain when I was walking to the car. And uh, then just some light showers. But then when I got here at Piermont, boom, down. Didn't yeah. I just got inside when it really thundered down, but you didn't get it. Oh, no, I, I, I didn't get that heavy, heavy rain that you were talking about, but I did have showers all the way along. And just, just coming over the bridge at the su- southern pylon, uh, it did come down a little bit heavy, but it was like over in, you know, 30 seconds. Talk about the bridge. We're talking about the Sydney Harbour Bridge, like the big span bridge, and how important it's been to for since, what, 1930-something. It's going to be closed again. Yeah. Tomorrow yeah, morning. Pride March. 4 a.m. till 11.30. Has yeah. it raining? what time? 4 a.m. till 11.30. 4 a.m. So I'm hoping we're going to be, I'm going to be able to scoot through in time. But going, going home, I'll like, be via the Cape. Tun- yeah, tunnel go Lane Cove Yeah, way. but getting... Well, I accidentally, the first day I came in here... No, second day I came in here, I accidentally got in the wrong lane because all the road work... There's road works. Never been here when there's no road works on the Harbour Bridge, <laughs> right? Got into the tunnel, but I couldn't turn... You can't turn right anywhere in Sydney. <laughs> so... I was like driving around in circles trying to work out no, how no, am I no, going to get no, across no, the no, 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 you can. When you come out of the tunnel, you do the right-hand turn into King's Cross, and that takes you up to William Street. And then you can do a loop around there and come back across. That sounds like a great idea. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, come on. <laughs> I, I actually went via the domain to try and see if I could get around that way. That was, yeah, I think you're always probably a better call. Yeah. But, you know, at, look, going home tomorrow is going to be the fun part. Yes. Not getting here. I think getting here. Are they going to come past here? No. No, East Sydney. Yeah, they don't worry about this. This is, this is bike rider territory and running territory. And the runners. Yeah. And the runners. The runners. Oh, well, good luck to them. The That's, it's all over. But Jesus brought a lot of money to town. Hasn't it what? And this time around, not just for the Mardi Gras, but because they had that gap between the Pride um, March and the Mardi Gras, everybody stayed in town. And it's been massive for the economy, and what a what a great shot in the arm after all the problems with COVID and everything. Yeah, we were in town last Sunday night when we had dinner at Potts Point, and that was interesting. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, what we you should were, do is I, take a quick break at sixteen after four. Come back, and we won't talk about the weather. We won't. Well, we probably will talk about the weather. But we won't talk about other issues. We'll have a look at what's going on fishing because Benito seem to be the fish of the week at the moment. They yeah. are just every single time you open up social media, there's a guy with five or six, or a girl with five or six bonitos. So we'll talk about that right after this break. Talking sports. The sweep shot in India is it's a weapon if it's used correctly. On a pitch like that, the risk-reward ratio is very out of tilt. They're taking a big risk to get a single. Don't get me wrong, it can work. But the team needs to know what they're doing. Talking sports. I jumped in the pool yesterday with my granddaughter for half an hour. I came out and checked the score. I could not believe what I was looking at. <laughs> Absolutely unbelievable. They are as soft as butter, this mob. Ever since the sandpaper gave me, they've become the Nice guys of international cricket. Have your say. Let's not forget that the man they didn't want for the first test was our top scorer. With Graham Hughes, Gavin Robertson, Peter Tunks, and Brett Padworth. The batting performance in their second innings was the worst I've ever seen. There was nine wickets in less than a session with a series on the line. They played like they didn't care, especially the shot of their so called captain, Pat Cummins. Talk and Sports, weekdays from 3 on 2SM. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. 
Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Unlike any other SUV in Australia, the unrivaled Kia Sorento is available in diesel, petrol, hybrid and plug-in hybrid technologies. The Kia Sorento, awarded and unmatched like no other seven-seat SUV. To find out more, visit kia.com.au or visit your nearest Kia dealer. Kia, movement that inspires. Got a boat or a jet ski? How good is getting out on the open water? Throw in a line, tow a tube, or just soak up the sun. But what if something happened to your boat? Get peace of mind with Club Marine Boat Insurance. They're specialist boat insurers and have been around for more than 50 years. Flexible cover for your jet ski or boat, motor or trailer, and gear all in one policy. Get a quote at clubmarine.com.au. T's and C's apply. Check the PDS to see if this product is right for you. Go to the Club Marine website for a PDS and TM. Recently retired and want to give back to the community? Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join View Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. View supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1800 805 366 or go to view.org.au. For the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, try Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockist, go to loveoilcollection.com.au or phone Ray on 040 359. Everything you need to know now. Sydney's 2SM. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. 19 after 4. Blakey. Yes? Glad to be back. No. (laughs) (laughs) At least he's honest. At least he's honest. I like it at sea. It's nice and easy and pleasant and just getting into a routine. Yeah. That's a, worry about things. Everything goes at your pace when you're out in the water. Exactly. Is it, is it genuinely like that? Oh, yeah. Like really low level stress and you don't... Oh, look, if you're getting 30 knots and three metres, it gets interesting. Yeah. But uh, general conditions, it's just, you yeah, potter along. Because we only cruise at six knots, so we're just taking our time. Yeah. And yeah. that's what it's all about. Now couple of questions, silly questions. Um, if I, I, I want to buy a boat, yes. Well, what boat do I buy? I got to come and ask well, you, to somebody you, like you. Sit down with a professional, and the thing is, you got to work out what's going to suit your needs. And you don't want to buy something for the very rare occasion you're going to use something for. You want to buy it for what it's going to do mostly. Mm. You might say, oh, you know, I, I might go marlin fishing one day. Well, you're not going to go and buy a marlin fishing boat to go fishing one day. You're going to buy a general purpose boat and suit, you know, uh, push it towards fishing side of things, but not just go and buy a marlin boat. So you, you really need to work out how many people you're going to have, what you're going to tow it with, where you're going to store it, what you want to achieve with the boat, um, age of the people going on it. So there's a whole heap of factors. You need know, to sit down and go through those sort of things. And every boat's a compromise. Yeah, well, say, like, well, say Brendan wanted to go and buy, but by the way, Brendan's here if you want to call 13, 12, 69, have a chat. Uh, 
say Brendan wanted to buy a boat, right? But then I want to go fishing with him or out in the boat with him. So then he's got to buy a boat. No, he doesn't have to. Just to take you. <laughs> You just been barred. <laughs> I know. How often is he going? How often are you realistically going to go fishing with him? Well, every day he puts it in the water. I don't think so. You're in Queensland most of the time. No, oh, well, that's I'm, I'm just hypothetical. Hypothetical <laughs> question. Yeah, I know. So, the situation. Say somebody like, like um, somebody buys a boat, a family guy. Yeah. but they've got their gra- their grandparents. Yeah, on, on either side, whatever. And they'd like to go on the boat too. So do you buy something with a little bit more stability in it? Look, if a family boat, you're normally looking for stability anyhow. And every boat is a, is a compromise between ride and stability because the more stable you make it, the flatter it is, the wider it is, the rougher it rides. Okay? So the deeper the V and the narrower it is, it's going to be a better ride but less stability. So unless you've got a ballast system in it or something like that, well, you've got to uh, compromise with it. But again... You're going to take the grandparents with you every now and again. You might take them once a year or twice a year. You don't buy a boat to suit them. You buy a boat to suit what you're going to do with your family most of the time. You know, it's realistic what you're going to use it for. Yeah. We, when I was growing up, we had, I can't even remember the name of the, the brand of the boat, um, but we had a, you know, a, a decent-sized boat, you know, four seats, you know. like Back a to small, back in those days, most probably. Back to back, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, 25 horsepower on the back of it, blah, blah, blah. We ended up selling that, buying a dinghy, putting a 9.9 on it, yep. got twice the amount of use yes. of it because I could drive it. So That's I'd right. take it out with my mates, you know. Yeah. So, And we're only playing in Botany Bay and Port Hacking and places like that. So it's, it's true. What It's not what you want to buy, but what's best going to suit your application. That's correct. Yes. Mm. And again, it comes into the vehicle, you've got what you're going to tow it with, yeah. uh, your level of expertise in driving and handling things, because you know, you give someone who hasn't had a boat before a six and a half metre boat, they can't get it on and off the trail or handle it, tow it, it's all sorts of problems for them. And you don't want to scare them away mm. from boating. And the bigger the boat, the bigger the expenses too. The heavier the boat, you need to look at your, your rear shocks and you know, you obviously don't want the, the back of the car dragging on the ground because you, you don't have any steering when you do that, especially in wet conditions. What's your if it's a front-wheel drive car? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, see, I've had, a, I've had a flick through the Fishing Monthly yes. this morning, the new edition. I thought... How in the hell could I select a boat here? Yeah. There's yeah. that many boats. Yeah. yeah. You know, and, and of course, what they write is not always what it's going to be. But again, you would have to test it. Also, do you yes. get a test? Yeah, yeah. We, water test is a good idea if you're getting into something like that. I wouldn't buy one without a water test. That's easy. It's like a car. Do you have yeah. a test drive in a car? Yeah, oh, of course. But so when, when I had a Blake's Marine. If I go to Blake's Marine to buy a boat, your guys up there, and I look at a boat and they say, look, I think this will suit you. Uh, you'll take it down to Windsor, put it in the Hawkesbury. That's right. And like with bar crushes, most of the time what the people will go for a ride and then we'll go stick our nose offshore because that's the sort of boat they're buying. Yeah. So they want to see what it does. Yeah. yeah. So we actually had it going back a number of years ago when the bar crushes were only new. We often when people comparing bar crushes to other brands of boats, uh, well-known brands of boats, that I uh, want to water test in both. Okay, we'll get in on the same day and water test. Well, that's a good idea. We're more than happy to do that. The other companies wouldn't go and play with us after a couple of times because really? they lost every time. <laughs> <laughs>
They refuse to play. Because <laughs> that's a proof in the pudding. Yeah, Can't absolutely. Can't write two boats in the same day and see what they're like. Yeah. Well, this is better than that one. I think I'll have that one. Yeah, yeah. totally. So. And the benefit of the bar crusher? Oh, look, it's, it's a fishing boat, Kieran. If you're going out as a family boat and never going to go fishing, it wouldn't buy a bar crusher. But, you know, general purpose fishing, leaning towards uh, nice fishing, good ride, uh, fairly robust boat, there's something worth looking at. Not the prettiest boat in the world, but it does the job good. Mm. That's what it boils down to. Yeah, totally. How are we going for a break? <laughs> <laughs> He's run out of questions. I've run out of questions. <laughs> oh, now i got to ask you, i got to ask you, there was a dummy... Where's Blake's Marine? <laughs> Just up the Windsor Road. <laughs> well, I don't want to buy a hole. Up the Windsor Road from Morecambe Hills and let me do it right Tony for you. Didn't he get himself in trouble? Oh, oh dear. But, uh, no, it's um, one railway road north at Mulgrave, four five double seven double six double nine. We had a bit of fun with him uh, in the early days with the grouse. Yeah. We um, got involved with him at the bus he had. Yes. You know, a bit of a sponsor with that. And yeah. Touring around the places, uh, having a lot of fun, especially mm. racetracks. He, he had a good contact with the race. Horse, the race, racing, horse racing? No. Car racing. Car racing. Okay. That was the back of Burke in those days too, wasn't it? Where, you know, up where he was. There was What? When, uh, Castle Hill? Mm. Wow. It's not even the back of Burke if you get to Ebenezer. Hang on. You used to be able to get the weekend drinking at Windsor, Kieran, because it was more than so many miles away from Sydney to go for a session. See? This is right. <laughs> but it's only 29. Bring back that rule. Bring back that rule. <laughs> it's only 29 from Parramatta. <laughs> okay, Kieran, we'll take that break you wanted at 27 after 4. Talk tonight with Gary Stewart. I find it amazing today to read these stories regarding oh, oh. the superannuation companies. have got over $3 million in super. How on earth amass that on a wage? And let's use BHP as an example. Those men that worked there worked bloody hard, filthy conditions. Mm. When they would have retired, they wouldn't have anywhere near. No, 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 they wouldn't have. Miners that work would not have anywhere near no. dollars. Gary Stewart. Well, I'm going to tell you a story. I spent about 10 years in Darwin. Anyhow, we had never had breathalysers and everything up there. And as you know, we always used to judge how far we had to go by how many cans you had to have. So, like, you go to Darwin to testing, that was a six can trip. He'd come back into the caravan and he said to me, you're just under. He said, I want you to go straight home to Humpty Doo. How lucky were you that your wife was with you? Yeah, we went straight to Humpty Doo pub and celebrated. (laughs) (laughs) This is Talk Tonight with Gary Stewart. Whether you dream of winning a Commonwealth Games gold medal or three, like the Australian Jackaroos, or you're just searching for your next social competitive sport, that could make you a local legend. The skills you've honed over a lifetime of playing sport will make you a legend on the bowls green. And that green is just up the road. Bowls, local legends wanted. Find a club near you. Visit bowls.com.au and click on Find a Club. Summer is here. And you want your car air conditioning working at its best. You'll be blown away with the air conditioning service at your local Repco Authorised Service Centre. Our fully qualified mechanics will help keep you cool through the summer with a comprehensive service of your car's air conditioning system. 
So book online today at repcoservice.com. Peters of Kensington is online. Shop all the top brands at great prices with the same excellent in-store service. They sell great cookware brands like Scanpan, Chasseur, KitchenAid, Breville and Smeg, as well as Renault glassware, Wedgwood dinnerware and much more. Peters also stock a beautiful range of home decor, lamps, rugs, furniture, cushions and Manchester. And they even have Afterpay. Visit petersofkensington.com.au. Why would you shop anywhere else? With a few simple clicks on the Finance Easy website, you can borrow a serious amount of money without even leaving home. They make finance easy, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Applying couldn't be easier. Just visit the Finance Easy website, provide a few details, and they'll take care of the rest. Go to financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian Credit Licence Number 392182. 2SM, Sydney's Talking. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Just gone 4.30 in the morning. Good morning to you wherever you might be. Good morning to Trevor at Toowoomba. How are you, sir? Yeah, pretty good, mate. Good to hear. You started talking about horsepower. That's what woke me up. <laughs> <laughs> A petrol head. The mighty Broncos, eh? We knocked them off their perch. Good to, good to see. Hey. Well, uh, what's that got to do with petrol? Petrol? Yeah, were they well, on we petrol? That's petrol why they went so well. They're on petrol, A high diesel. octane. No, hey? High octane. Yeah. High go. octane, yep. No, I, uh, I don't do much fishing on bed bound. Oh, that's no good. Yeah. But uh, I was really, really, really tickled pink last night when the Broncos beat Penrith. Yeah, good start to the season for them. Beg your pardon? A good start to the season for them. Although yeah. I, I I thought the ref done his best to try and get Penrith home. You thought who? I thought the referee done his best to try and get Penrith home. Oh, he always does, mate. Yeah. You know, he pinged Brisbane for a couple of things that Penrith have been doing for the last five years. Yeah. And they always get away with it. And the bloke on Thursday night done the same against Parramatta, playing yeah. against Melbourne. Kieran's good so at the ref- the rest, refereeing, isn't he? Well, I said to the boys earlier, the refereeing, just the start of it is worse than what it was last year. Don't get him started on push bikes. Oh, no, no <laughs> don't get me started on the push bikes. But, um, yeah, so what you do prior to being... What's that, sorry? Kieran, who do you actually... Get, which is your team? Uh, probably Parramatta. Probably. Probably? Probably, yeah. yeah. I've been there the most. Yeah. yeah. I, I have I have had a big involvement with Parramatta, so... Parramatta first and probably... Um, they call them West Tigers now, so... Yeah. You remember... Bunch with the Magpies. TV show called uh, RBT. Yep. And that bloke that's in the car park and he's going and, and he's there. No, I can't remember that one. Well. says to him, what are you doing? He says, waiting for a mate. 
He's oh, I'm asking you, what are you doing here? He said, waiting for a mate. He's drunk as a skunk. Yeah. I always, when I hear Parramatta, I say, it's just what Parramatta are doing, waiting for Parramatta to win a premiership. <laughs> 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 They've got to bring back Mick Crown and Peter Sterling. Oh, here we go. Brett Kenny, <laughs> the Zip Zip well, Man. It's a pleasure. Stevie Yeller. Meeting um, Johnny Brass. All right. Great yep. footballer, great footballer, yeah, John Bryce. You play Freeze and Suburbs. Centre. Lovely bloke. Yeah. There's not too many good fellas like myself and him around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I know where there's two. Yeah. Yeah, you're a Piermont. Trevor, thank you for the call. Sorry to leave you there. We've got to go and uh, continue on with the uh, program. Broncos, eh? It's all going to be good. all football. I, I don't know the if we're going to... had a great weekend so far. I don't know if we're going to be able to get um, Ross O'Brien this morning. Why? Okay. Well, because Blakey was telling us that um, Clam has been given a little bit of a, a lift. Move a leg up. He's on the he's on the on the phone. We're going oh, to... he's decided he has he's graced us with his presence. The, best, the man who's living in the what is it? Best town in Australia. Best town in Australia. Ross O'Brien. Good morning. Uh, what? What? Didn't you hear the news? No, mate. We I thought you'd be leading the pack. What, Koyama? Yeah. Well, geez, I'm glad I live with Curramore near Jamboree. <laughs> I thought... It's the same thing, isn't it? Oh, yeah, mate. It's all the same thing. What, what we win it in the national <clears throat> prize or something? Yeah, just according to data collected from 752 towns, uh, top town is Koyama. Yeah, Although I do worry about it, because the next one's number two is Nullarbor in Northern Territory. <laughs> <laughs> so the credibility might not be no, too good. You didn't tell us that before we came on air. You're it not is. reading it upside down, mate. <laughs> it's nothing worse, too, is it, Ross? I like, you know, I live up on the northern beaches, and you know, during winter, it's beautiful. It's wonderful up there. There's just you know, local people. Come summer, you've got this influx of tourism, which is great. Oh. Don't get me wrong. I'm not being, but gee, sometimes you just think, yeah. don't tell anyone this is such a good place. I refuse to tell people that Newcastle is such a a beautiful place to go on holiday. So I don't want people going there, yeah, so yeah, I can yeah. keep it to myself. Yeah. Hey, Roscoe, yeah. I, I spent yeah. spent a couple of nights at that uh, Shell Cave Marina last week. And uh, flash, isn't it? very flash in that uh, waterfront tavern. You got to, when you're off your diet, you got to go and have a seafood platter there. Oh, mate! I, I've eaten there, and I, I got a pizza there once when I first started. I had a yeah. pizza, and I thought oh, I'll go a large. A bloody thing there covered the table. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, I was handed out. The, People walk past one piece pizza, one piece pizza. Unbelievable! <laughs> yeah, no, he, he, um, there's a lot of towing and prowling all about it, but um, I think once everyone gets used to the idea, it's going to be a very good thing for the for the economy, definitely. Yeah, and it'll help out. Shell Harbour's growing, isn't it, mate? Shell Harbour, it's Shell Harbour itself's very good. That Ocean Beach um, uh, pub's very good. But the yeah, waterfront tavern is spectacular, good. but a little bit expensive down there. A two bedroom unit on the marine is two point two million. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. So, I know. Uh, but a lot of people moving in there, and uh, it's good to see. It, it's 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 the playground for Wollongong, basically. That's okay, the marina is filled up with boats. Uh, yeah, look, the for stage one's done. 
They'll carry about 120 in there. It's nearly full. And stage two, the pylons are in already. They'll put the um, pontoons in there. So it'll total 270 boats. And it's got a dedicated yeah. break wall getting in and three metre minimum um, So the harbour can ha- handle that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's built for it. It was a golf course, Kieran. Yeah, right. It was a golf course, and they dug it all out. Yeah, built most of the marina set up, then opened the front up and let the water in. Good yeah. way to do it. I know the guys that actually did all the work on it. Yeah, it's a one point um, five they, billion they dollar. Yeah, one point five billion. They were next to me at the marina. Yes, mate. yep. Uh, uh, at uh, the harbour. Yeah, they were they were uh, right next to me. Yeah, They're good people, nice yeah. people. Actually, they're the ones that had. Nicole Kidman's boat originally. Okay. And they're at the marina because they built it. Yep. And um, they've got a big new thing now. I I have seen it fleetingly. It was in the harbour for one night. One night. Went up to the marina. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's all good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, I don't need it anymore, but all the way along I said it'll be expensive, but you'll get value for your money. That's right. That's right. Well, look, that's, that's, you know, that's the main thing these days. Well, the South Coast is coming along well with Shell Cove, and you've also got Snug Cove at Eden being built, which will carry yeah. 170, 180 boats. So it's yeah, good infrastructure good. we need for marine use, whether it's fishing or cruising or whatever you want to do type of thing, because yeah. we're not getting any more in Sydney Harbour. There's just nothing being built. No, that's right. And that, that's another thing, too. A lot of the people going in there, my son told me this, he said a lot of people at the marina particularly the yachts, they live in Sydney and they use it as a weekender. Yes. They come down and stay on it for the weekend, you know. And I said, gee, it's expensive. He said, it's not expensive. It's not as expensive as buying a house in Coyama, is it? That's right. Yeah, Yeah, true. Yeah. And that's that's another plus that it's got. The only limiting factor is there's not that much to do offshore there. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have you know many islands or places to go to type of thing. That's the only yeah, thing that's yeah, a bit hard. But good no, fishing. You're good fishing, but um, for a, a type of boat where you go out with your family and have a barbecue on the back. So how water far field. are we talking here, Al? What's that? By water? Yeah, uh, by water. If you if I had a boat moored up there for a week, like as a weekender, like where if I go outside the heads, do I go left or right? Doesn't matter. There's not much around anywhere. Like, do I come up to Botany? Yeah, well, that's you got to count Botany. Get into JB, Jarvis Bay. No, Jarvis Bay. But the best spot in the nor'easter is around under the edge of a farm there. Yeah, because it's it's really protected, and you can have a barbecue without all your snags falling in the drink. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing worse than a soggy snag. Oh yeah, no. How's the fishing been? All right, mate. Yeah, you mentioned Bonita, did you, earlier? I heard someone say Bonita. Yeah, just every time I open Facebook or TikTok or anything, all I see is just people with Bonito. Yeah, I I haven't spoke to any of the guys in the boats. Uh, I'll speak to them tomorrow. This afternoon, sorry, but tomorrow. But um, a lot of uh, guys have been fishing off the back of the uh, pool there and getting Bonito off off the rocks. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. yeah. And apparently, uh, a lot of the smaller boats are trolling out, and while they're trolling out, they're picking them up before they even get to the point. So they're in close, um, which is surprising that 
with the conditions we've had, but um, they're in close. Let's get them. I like them. I don't mind them. A lot of people don't like them. How do you, how do you cook your Benito, Roscoe? Oh, mate, used to do them on the back deck in the, in the, on the grill, just, you know, zoom, zoom. Okay. Um, cook, clean them up, cover them in a bit of lemon, a bit of salt, and uh, oh, a bit of salt, a bit of lemon, a bit of pepper, and uh, just do them real quick on the, on the grill. Okay. That's, that's the best way I see A lot of people don't like them to eat either, you know. A lot of them just use them for bait, but I, yeah. I think they're good eating. I really do. Do you go, have you eaten them, mate? Yes. Yeah, have... They're good eating. There's nothing wrong with them, I yeah. reckon. Yeah. People got a funny attitude towards some fish. Um, yes. Uh, hey, well, look, at, look at, we, what do we do with carp? All Europeans eat carp. Mm. Well, they do too. Yeah, exactly. Well, mate... When we were still Australia, before we become um, a multinational country, um, I remember we used to throw all the squid back or yeah. use it for bait. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until we seen the, the old Italian women and that beating the crap out of them on the rocks that they gee, these are edible. We go back 50 years, lobsters, no one wanted them, didn't they? Mm. No, that's right. That's right. They were, they were throwing them in scrapbooks. Yeah. You know, it's, our, our taste had widened with the, I won't say the influx, because that's a heavy duty word, but uh, with our mix of Yeah, but I, I think they, they've educated us a lot too in, yeah. in different cultures and way to eat and ways to prepare things. And I think we're a better place for it. Yeah, I know, mate. They, um, I think it's good value that we've got such a cross-section of species available to yeah. us. You know, everyone loves flathead. I mean, you can throw a line in off any beach or go to 30 or 40 fathoms or even closer to the to the uh, point and you're going to get yourself a good feed of flathead. And it looks like it's all year round now. When I first started, it was it was very short run, you know. Yeah. Now, they're there at 365 days a year. Yeah. Um, and same with the snapper, mate. The snapper down here have been really good, really good. I don't know what it is, um, whether it's just been a super, super something that brought them on. But um, every nearly every boat coming into the into the uh, rail there um, have got snapper. Yeah. They haven't got snapper. They've got a heap of maui, you know. But usually it's snapper, flathead, maui. And then pigfish. Actually, that's a, f- a fish we caught down south, Roscoe, inside Maria Island, a dusky, dusky mowong. Yeah. It's about four mowong. kilos. Yeah. yeah good would, fish. He would give you a, a nail and two while you're trying to get him up, wouldn't you? Yeah, he did, and uh, he ate well, too. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. They're not as iodine no. as, yeah, as the, uh, the ordinary ones. And this was only in 10 metres of water. Geez, that's a good catch. Yeah. Yeah, back in Maria Island. Did you put an X on your arm? I did. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, buddy. (laughs) No, I, um, you know, you go down the ramp. I feel terrible on the radio saying, oh, snapper, flathead, you know, da-da-da all the time. But that's the way it is at the moment. They just seem to be, everyone that goes down comes home with food. Good. What more do you want? You know, and I think a lot of it too 
is that we as fishermen have realised that um, limits are there for a reason. Yeah, and but I think also a lot of people are much more attentive now. Also, you've got to look at the fact of what we've got in the way of electronics to aid us with our fishing now and the quality oh. of our fishing gear makes a big difference as well. But being able to go to a spot and say, okay, I want to go to spot X, there it is there, and sit over and say, oh, the fish are 20 metres that way, okay, I'll move over there. So That's it makes right. life much easier. Yeah. The other thing too, um, like people say, oh, we're not catching as much as we used to. There's five times the people fishing than when I started. You know what I mean? Yeah, I Five don't. I, more the people. I don't think the wreck fishers are making that big an impact. I would suggest the commercial uh, make a bigger impact yeah, on the amount of fish they catch to what the wrecks yeah. do. There's not that many of them in, around Kiama, mate. No. Um, which we're blessed that way. But they've got to get past Kiama. <laughs> <laughs> they've got to get from where they are to get to Kiama. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah. But I have heard good reports about the marina, mate. Um, good. That uh, if we ever get together there, I definitely won't be having the seafood platter. Oh, you would. You would. It's beautiful. <laughs> Unless there's 15 of us. I'll, I'll get your halves. It really needs eight. three people to eat that seafood yeah. platter. Yeah, but you only bought the small one, didn't you? No, no, we've got the big one. We oh, had the, the, we had the lobster one? the next night. We had the full seafood platter the first <laughs> night. And our eyes were big in their belly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> that happens over there, apparently. Yes. Well, they, um, they were telling us on the Saturday night where they were speaking to the bouncer, they had 450 people booked in for dinner on the Saturday night. Wow. Yeah. That's oh, a yeah. fairly good effort, isn't it? 450. Yeah. They, they also got, uh, they've got people that had bought in shell codes yes. in the housing sector. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's a short run from Sydney for their weekend. Oh, that's right. Well, even by boat, it was 60 miles from the marina to the berth at uh, right. Roselle Bay. So it's not that bad. No, and, and uh, you find down the coast, they're backed off now because people have stopped in the Kiama. Yeah. They can they can make a day trip to Kiama if yeah. they want to. Whereas going further down the coast, you've got to have accommodation, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So, I, do, I do like Eden, but Eden's a nice part of the world. Oh, mate. Yeah, I told you, did you know now uncle died? Yeah, you told me that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And listen, listen Ross, we're going to go. No, we're going to get oh, a quick break. He goes for it. Okay, he gave us a fish report, Kieran. Okay. <laughs> He's excused. Say <laughs> here, Ross, go. Thanks. 12 to 5. Hey, Gary, what time you call this? Yeah, the traffic was really bad. Oh, there's Steve-o. G'day, Steve. Morning. How's your weekend? Same old, same old. What'd you get up to? Not much. Are you okay, mate? Looking out for one another is something we all need to do. So if a mate's struggling, ask, are you okay? Listen, encourage action, and check in again soon. Those four steps could change their life. Find out more at ruok.org.au. Here's New South Wales origin coach Brad Fittler for RAD. Get behind the wheel after you've been drinking and you're putting a lot of innocent lives at risk especially your friends in the car who've trusted you to get them home. And knowing local roads and back streets doesn't make them any safer. So before you drink, plan ahead. Share a taxi, catch public transport, or arrange a designated driver who won't drink. The life you save might be your own. Rad. R-A-D-D.org.au It's never been more important to buy Australian than right now. 
Our local manufacturers and growers produce world-class products known for their quality, safety and reliability. All while generating local jobs, supporting our communities and helping Australian families now and into the future. So look for the trusted green and gold kangaroo logo. Buy Australian now. Visit australianmade.com.au Trying to choose new flooring, window furnishings or rugs for your home? Choices Flooring's Room View makes it easy to find the look you've been searching for. Whatever the space or your flooring needs, simply take a photo of the area in your home and select your flooring styles, window furnishings or rugs from the thousands of colours, styles and texture options. Using Choices Flooring's Room View, you can see your selections right in your own home. Then send your favourites to your local Choices Flooring store to book a free measure and quote. If your strata complex unit or your commercial building is in need of repairs or upgrades, Network Construction Services are the remedial building specialists with more than 70 years of combined industry experience. For waterproofing, concrete cancer repairs, facade or cladding replacement, structural repairs, upgrades to electrical and fire services and improving accessibility, you go to networkconstructionservices.com.au or you can phone Steve on 9808 5673. My family's been farming this land for generations and hopefully will for many more to come. Things aren't as easy to do on the farm as they once were and we hear of too many injuries, especially to older farmers. If you've been in the game as long as me, there are things you can do to make work easier and safer. The Great Idea Bank is a guide produced by older farmers for older farmers with practical tips that can help whether you think you're old or not. For copies, visit farmsafe.org.au. News, sports, talk. 2SM 1269. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Nine minutes away from five in the first hour of the program. We're already under the pump. Grant Boyd and Kieran Ricky, Alan Blake and Bobby Dean. Good morning to you. How are we, gentlemen? Oh, we're firing good. on all 12. Welcome back, Blakey. Thank you, Bobby. That's good, that's good. Um, yeah, there's a few fish around, mate. Good. Where? Botany. <laughs> Beautiful. There's pretty much everything bar flathead. People are struggling to get floodies in the, in the bay at the moment. I don't know why. And yet, you, know, you, talk, you listen to Laurie and people up there, and made up their stewards and that, they're donging the flathead. Yeah, we, we bagged out on uh, Flathead down at Maria Island on yeah. the way up. Yeah. That's, um, oh, in, in the bay, kingfish, tailor, um, bonito, matuna, frigates, salmon. So, you know, it's all there. The bay's doing its job. It's good. Yeah, yeah. It's generally pretty good this time of year. Yeah. An hey, interesting thing, down in Tasmania, the legal size for Flathead is 32 centimetres. And Victoria is something ridiculous. Yeah. Even smaller. We were throwing them back. It's just too small. Yeah, it's like they get a couple of fish fingers. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. But, uh, what are they getting? Bartails down there, tigers? Yeah, mainly tigers we're getting. Yeah. But, uh, it's good. Good feed. Yeah, that's a small flat end, though. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> you know. There's spiky bloody things. I don't know how much claret I've lost over the years to them little buggers. Yeah. <laughs> they get me they get meanly every time. Yeah. 
But uh, no, so I had a nice feed of marlin during the week. Oh, good. Yeah, one of my mates, Reno, got his young bloke, his first marlin the other day. He went for a day trip off the Port Stephen. In his little bar crusher? Yeah, yeah. Yep. Good. And, and spin gear. Yeah, beautiful. Nice fish, about 40 kilos. Good fish. And they eat very, very well. They they do, actually. At, I, mean, uh... I, I get I'm a bit peed off with people, you know, catch and release, catch and release, catch and release. Well, you know. No, you should take what you want to eat. Mate. You know, it, but um, I see the catch and release thing is why catch, if you caught a 40, 50 kilo marlin and, you know, you've got a family of four, maybe you're going to give a couple pieces away, but you don't need five, six or ten of them. No, that's right. One's enough. Yeah, but one, one's sufficient, you know. Yeah. And, you know, they're like everything else, you know species year to year they fluctuate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Bobby, we got a call yeah. from Lee on the mid north coast. He caught and released a ninety centimetre jewfish and he wanted to say good good day to all of us. That's oh, a nice that's fish. A nice fish. Yeah. yeah, well It'll done. Be mate. Better in the fry pan. <laughs> <laughs> well but if mate, you... the thing is with jewfish they don't release real well. No. So you have know, gotta be treat them with kid gloves. Yeah. I'm gonna be mate Reno he chases the Jews and the George just a lot, sure, but, you know. And at the moment, there's a lot of small fish, so he won't fish for at all. You know? For yeah. a simple fact, he doesn't want to hurt the stocks. Uh, the best actually, thing? actually, fisheries put a lot of fish in that 45 to 55 centimetre range just recently. They were rare to Port Stevens that were tagged. So that'll be very interesting. They, they reckon another year and a half to two years they'll be legal. Yeah, and the Jewies are a schooling-type fish, so if you start catching a couple of them that size, you're better off to move, move because you're going to just keep catching the same size fish. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, you hear Laurie talking about it all the time, uh, near the bridge near his place, you know. And the Hawkesbury's no different. Yeah. You know, and George's, you know, times at Pitney Point, you guess that way, you just got to give up. Right now, I've got a question for you that people would say. You yeah. said, well, we just don't don't fish for them. So but the Joe Blows are going to say, well, well, how do you not just fish for for them? I mm. I buy a, a prawn from a shop, I put it on the hook, drop my line over the side, uh, I catch whatever comes along, whatever he can catch. Well, I uh, He doesn't know, the Joe Blow doesn't know how not to catch a Jewfish. Yeah, well, you just move, mate. <laughs> If you're using two or three pound gear, it's very hard to catch a big jewfish. Yeah, but you know, and it's surprising they do survive. Well, I, oh, one of my mates, he hooked a nice deal on my gear. I already caught a couple, and I don't change it. Following down the river, and it, they've done him on a log, yeah. snag. Two weeks later, I caught that same fish with a hook buried in its colour. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, it was a fish about eighty centimetres. Okay, good fish. But, um, yeah, you know, I see a lot of it on Facebook where they you know, got a beautiful Jew in their helmet up by the gill plate, and oh, I was released. Uh, yeah. yeah, feel good politics doesn't work, mate. Freshwater fishing tomorrow. So have a good day. Cheers, Karen. And, uh, yes, there is plenty of freshwater fish being caught. Okay, okay. mate. Thanks, Bobby. Cheers, mate. Bye. Bye.
We are approaching news time at the top of the hour. We'll update that for you and the weather details. We'll be back with the second half of the hour, uh, the show on the other side of that. Hope you're having a good one. We'll talk about the currents too. There's a pretty strong current making its way uh, down the coast at the moment, fluctuating a bit.